Hello, welcome to a brand new episode of Baffle, the podcast that finds all the most amazing facts that are lurking out there and tries to decide if they are brilliant or nonsense and should be chucked in the bin. Uh, my name's Dan, thank you for listening. I've got three facts for you today. One is about some like rudimentary old tech. Uh, we've also got the dude who could echolocate and also something about an actor trying to change his name. That's me, Connor's here as well with three facts. What have you got? Afternoon. So, McDonald's in the UK is officially I think we can all agree with that, but I'll tell you why. Never ever go to a Las Vegas hospital if you're near death. And don't you love the Queen? (laughs) Nah. If you were listening last week, you'll know we had a a couple of facts double up. So let's see if we can't make that happen today. Uh, Mark, what are your final three facts we're going to have? Okay, so how much could one error cost you? Sometimes lying is good, right? And finally, can history throw up a few surprises? Dun, dun, dun. More on the way. Stay there. It's a brand new Baffled. Boys, how's your week been? Yeah, it's been good, actually. Yeah. I feel that's a very open-ended too conversational a question to start us off. I know, I don't think we've ever had this sort of generalness at the start of a podcast. How has your week been? What do you think this is? A nice conversation? I know. Come on, Daniel. I like to get down to the meat straight away, mm. um, but I just felt like a little chat. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm miserable this week a little bit. Why? Because it's quite, for, for the listeners in the UK and for you both, you know what I mean, but it's quite dull, isn't it, in the UK? It's very grey out right now. And I feel like with everything going on in the world and stuff, it's a bit too dark for my liking. What are you doing to pep yourself up? To bring myself up? Yeah. Eating a lot of really bad food. What are we talking? Like snacking, like, you know, like, I mean, just eating crisps and, oh my God, dairy milk, chocolate orange buttons, chocolate fingers and the orange 12s are the best things you'll ever have in your life. There was a lot there. I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. I think orange chocolate is overrated. Oh no, absolutely God. not. <laughs> no, we can't get into this. I've already started like no. a little friction. No, I mean, you got, it is elite. Like, I'm talking that orange twirl, you're hitting a whole different level top of chocolate. Mm. Is it what the kids would say is different gravy? Well, my top tier chocolate bar was a star bar knocked out of the park. I do not want this podcast to just become rankings of chocolate bar. I honestly don't. I don't think I've ever had a star bar. I don't even know what one is. I'm buying three for next week. I mean, supposedly there's meant to be a Happy Meal that turns up, stick, and that hasn't turned up stick yet. Stick this on the list of promises Connor has made. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we'll just leave it all, wouldn't we, until like three months' time, then I'll have to turn up with a Happy Meal, well, that's, that's a star bars. Talk, talking of promises that aren't kept, can I, can I just air a grievance here? Last week, you, Connor Knight, and you, Daniel Simpson, bought facts which were repeated, did you not? Yeah. Yeah, we did. And both of you started moaning and went, well, maybe we should have some (laughs) kind of admin system. (laughs) Google Doc. Me, me, this bloke over here sets that up this week, doesn't he? Sets up a nice Google Doc between the three of us where we can all put our facts in. Mm. I go through and I put all my facts in, you know, just to make sure that we're not going to have any repeats. What's that in Dan's column? That's right. Sweet (laughs) all. What's that in Connor's column? That's right. Sweet (laughs) all. Now... I, in defence of myself, I was going to do it after this. I was going to do it from now on. I forgot to do the last one. I can't be asked to go back and do 25 episodes, to do 75 facts. I've got a good... Well, neither could I, but I went back and did it because I've, it's for the good of the podcast. I've got a good... It's very much a you thing to do. I've got a very good memory for my own my own facts. It's other people's. So if you've done yours brilliant. 
it's you when you kind of do yours. But I don't need to do myself. I can remember what facts I've done and I can search for them in, in uh, my own. Well, no, 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 Right, so far, I am the only one who has not repeated a fact. Yeah. And I'm the only one who's bothered to go through and do this. So no, you cannot preach from this nice Dan pedestal you think you're on. Oh, miss, we were meant to have homework today. We were meant to have homework today. That's what he's like, isn't I it? I think, based on last week's episode, which is my all-time favourite for, for the reason of what happened. With I've had know. a lot of people tell me that last week's is that all-time favourite It's my all-time favourite. Like I, I keep listening to it. If I could frame that, that moment, that but it's audio, but if I could frame that moment, I think I might frame your Why reaction. don't you get the tattoo, wave the waveform tattooed onto yourself? Well, I think I might, but it was just fantastic. But I think based on last week, Dan, me and you can't sit here and have any excuse. I'm more disappointed with myself that I, I, I pressured and then I pushed hard for the the joint dock and I've not used it but um, I just you don't want to be one of these people that brags that you've done the homework hey I'm just saying that if you two bring repeated facts today all hell is going to break loose on this side of the desk listen Mark you've you've pressed that you've done the homework um have you done the actual work? What's your first fact? I have indeed. A French measuring error cost over forty million pounds. Oh, petty change. So, in 2014, a French train company ordered two thousand new trains for its railways. The manufacturer proceeded to make the trains and deliver them to the company at a cost of twelve point one billion pounds. So, you know, it's quite a big contract. Mm. That's when disaster happened. Turns out that the trains were too wide to fit in all of the stations. They'd only measured some stations, the newer ones, the ones that had been built in the last 30 years. They were four foot eight inches wide, just like the trains. Sadly, a lot of stations had been built before this and were only four foot wide. How do you get this wrong? They then had to spend over £40 million changing a thousand stations to be wider. You know what would have helped them out? A Google Doc where they could put all the old measurements on it. It's true. Yeah. How do you get that wrong? It's bad. Isn't That's like it? the fundamental part of it, surely. It's like Measuring. the most important thing, isn't it? It's like, you know, you've got Mbappe for PSG going on the pitch. He's a size eight football boot and you give him an 11. What's the most important thing here? A football boot that fits. Yeah, I mean, it's but realistically, it's, it's, it's like this is the most important thing. I know, but then he could just jog off and get a, a, a shoe that fits. Well, yeah, he could probably get an inner sole. This Pro- is a bit probably different. Probably for a past 40 mil. <laughs> but this is. You know, yeah, it's not even like it was one or two stations that they had to change. A thousand stations. Whoever made that mistake, are they alive? <laughs> I can only imagine they're not in the same job. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I guess the point though, where money at this level is just va- is just numbers on a screen. Yeah, it's just yeah, like I don't really understand. Well, th- but this is the thing: it's like forty million is a lot less to change those thousand stations than the 12.1 billion they paid for the trains originally so it's not like they're going to go oh you know just remake all the trains thinner it's like nope we're going to have to go and spend less money but still 40 million pounds to fix this 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 goes a little bit this is on topic of what you're saying but going a bit off topic in a sense of does, does this blow your mind sometimes when you see monetary figures like that like so recently we've had the transfer window haven't we that ended yeah. in, in football and when you're keeping up to date with what's going on and you're seeing the value of money that is being thrown around, it's quite petrifying, isn't it? Oh, it's it? ridiculous. Like buyout clauses for footballers being like 25 million, you know, fixing this situation that you were just explaining. 40 million, it's like, that is, uh, you know, if you think about 
people that are living in the world with no food, no water, the difference that amount of money can make and it just gets thrown around. Thrown for, away because someone didn't do one measurement. It's like, how rich is the world? Like, oh my God, this is actually mental, isn't it? Like, it's crazy amount of money. Well, like, I never understand when countries owe each other money. I never like, get, yeah. you, you owe, like, oh, Greece owes Italy $50 trillion. Oh, when's that ever going to happen? Like, who cares? Just write it off. Exactly, yeah. Just get rid of it. <laughs> just get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah, I've never understood it's not I, like I, Italy's yeah. ever going to go to the bar and go, oh, I'm a little short. Greece, come on, help me out here. Yeah. It's, not like that's, it's not like that between mates, is it? No, you owe me 500 million pints. I felt really good there because for the first time in this podcast, Mark's used a word that is quite intellectual, the bar, you know, something. And I know what it is. No. I feel like I'm really part of this today. Well, I said the bar. I thought the bar, meant, go to the bar. I, but he means a pub. I mean a pub. Oh, I thought you meant like law. <laughs> no, I like meant the bar. No, I meant like go to the pub. No. Oh. I'm, I'm, I'm sure tenner, Greece, you owe me 50 trillion pounds. I thought you meant the bar. Isn't the bar what you've got to yeah. get to yeah, be that, a lawyer? Yeah. yeah. So you, you get credit for knowing what that is, but then the credit immediately gets taken away yeah. because He's you've not used a, that in the right thing. He's talking about having a Guinness and... Yeah, yeah, yeah pretty yeah, much. You've had a nightmare, yeah. Connor, what's your first fact of the podcast? First fact, okay. In the Philippines, McDonald's serves spaghetti. So it's a beef tomato sauce and a piece of McDo fried chicken. What's McDo fried chicken? So McDo fried chicken is what they put on top of the uh, tomato So it's just spaghetti sauce. and chicken? So it's basically, yeah, it's a spaghetti bowl, beef tomato sauce with a McDo fried chicken. So I'd imagine it's like a bigger select, basically, right? And they put it on top. But this, this is my point. This is why I wanted to bring this fact. Yeah. What is wrong with the McDonald's in the UK? You struggle in the UK to get a warm chip. Do you reckon right? people in Singapore look at the, the McDonald's that we've got here and As they're pants. like, oh, I know. I reckon they probably think it's amazing well, because no, no. we do stuff that they don't do. It's wanna, like McRibs. Yeah, I want to get into this a minute because I've, I've thought about this fact and I've got stuff to it. Good. Right? You go to China. Yeah. You get right. I believe you get rice with the, with the McDonald's out there Sounds and right. for different plates. Yeah. I once went to uh, Switzerland for skiing. Yeah, well, yeah, I think. And I went to a McCafe out. I've discussed this, right? And it was incredible. It was like a bakery. It was like going to an expensive yeah. bakery in Chelsea in London over here. Yeah. Hmm. In the UK, you struggle to get a warm chip. You literally struggle to get salt on the fries or even a cheeseburger that is hot. I'm really of the opinion, though, that. You just can't complain about McDonald's. You can't complain no. to get about any of the quality. It's cheap. It's cheerful. You know it's You know it's crud. Just get on. No, but this is my point. It's not like you go to McDonald's for a gourmet meal. No, but this is my point. It is in the UK, but everywhere else, it seems to be a bit... Okay, give it no, a No, I, I have a feeling that everywhere else is just different. No. Like, I, I'm not convinced that that spaghetti is like... World class, and yeah. Italian will go there and go. Linguine, this is amazing. Linguine, this is like the bastard from my hometown of a in Russia. <laughs> what am I hearing? I have no idea. That accent went all over the globe there, but like, it, I, I don't think just because it's different, it means it's good. But what, uh, the thing is, is that I think the biggest thing for me was when I did go to um, Switzerland yeah. and I went to that McCafe. I just feel the, the 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 standard and the effort that goes into the McDonald's in the UK is low. Compared to other experiences in Europe that I've had, America is is diabolical. The McDonald's out there is horrific. No, good, just big. 
Uh, no, it's not good. Their nuggets are bad ways. Like they're they're not good. They're like they're like shriveled. Do you remember when the uh, nugget advert came out in the UK going now one hundred percent chicken and it's like hang on a second what, what was, was I it? eating before Yeah 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 what was it be Yeah okay well I understand. Do you, do you dip your fries in the McFlurry in the milkshake? No. So um, my, my 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 ex's little brother used to do this and he used to dip the fries in the chocolate milk and it freaked me right out right big time. But I think the strangest thing that I do is break the Big Mac up. What? So I have the Big Mac. Do you have Ma- a deconstructed Big Mac? I, 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 <laughs> Do you have, have an Andy it, Warhol Big Mac? I have Mac? it in layers. That's weird. So, so what's in the first layer? Okay, so top bun, yeah. lettuce, bit of the burger sauce, first slice of beef. Yeah. Yeah? First slice of Hang beef. Hang on, so is that all together or are those three all separate? Toge- all together. So No, all together. So you okay, get the so, bun, lettuce, so, burger Yeah. off the top. Do you kind of roll it up into a wrap? Roll it up into a sort of like a like little... Like a bao bun. Yeah, yes, so that I can dip it in the curry sauce or the sweet and sour or Who, the barbecue. That's ridiculous. Who yeah. has curry sauce and sweet and sour me, I, I do it all. Then I go middle, which gives me middle bun, lots of sauce and stuff, last bit of beef. Yeah. That means at the end you've just got bread. Which is the best bit because you're wipe. You wipe up all that how, lettuce how, and that how burger How does this sauce. become? Like, what kind of state of a person do you need to be to, to see a burger and think... I don't want to just eat it normally. I'm going to treat it like it's something you see at the Tate. Try it. I know that you, of course, won't. Well, this well, is the thing. It's Mark. annoying. Mark, mm. just try it. It's like the McGangbang. You've got to give it a go. Hey, whoa, 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 what? <laughs> the McGangbang. Sorry, what? What's this? You've heard it right. Muck, then you go gangbang. Yeah, what does it do? So this is the McDonald's hidden menu. Not heard about this? Well, mm. I do. I've never heard it called that. Okay, McGangbang. So you get yourself a double cheeseburger... And a mayo chicken, you open up the double cheeseburger and you put the mayo chicken in it. I've always thought this is a bit ridiculous because it annoys me when people say that, oh, have you heard about the secret McDonald's menu? So no, let's just get two meals. Yeah, it's it's not that. It's not like anyone there, it's not like if you say to them, oh, can I have insert code, that they'll do it. It's just you doing it in your own time. It has a name, McGangbang. I've I've heard of the double chicken menu. I've never heard McGangbang. McGangbang. So McGangbang basically means buying two mils, shoving them together and pretending it's a secret. Yeah, I think what I'm doing here is basically explaining to you why my IBS is so bad. You're, you're getting an understanding now, aren't you, as to like where this comes from. Connor has IBS, Connor has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. I mean. But the McGangbang, the broken Big Mac, it's just, it's how things need to be done. Now, did you know that the, one of the only ways you can update a jumbo jet is with a floppy disk? British Airways have just retired quite a lot of their uh, Boeing 747s, right? Yeah. Uh, huge planes. And because of that, like researchers and people who are interested in all this stuff have had the chance to go in there and look things up and, and research what's going on. And they found that to update quite a lot of their jumbo jets, they still do it by a floppy disk. Like 30 years after floppy disks were done. And apparently engineers have to do this pretty much once a month. Oh, you'd be fuming. Takes hours and hours and hours and hours. But I guess it's it's probably, uh, well, it goes back to the earlier thing of money, isn't it? Of like, it's cheaper to do that and to have the extra man hours of dealing with a floppy disk than to install a USB outlet or input into all of the new computers. But also as well, it's kind of that, right? that mentality of why change it if it works? You know, yeah. I, I get that a lot. I'm, and I'm very I'm very keen on that with planes. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah. Just leave it as it is. If a plane flies, I'm happy with that. Planes freak me out. I think it's a lot of it's to do with the fact that it was made like this and there is no point in changing it. Planes freak me out. Why so? Just they... I think if you are on a plane 
I'm not doing this to scare anybody, but if you're on a plane and you're sitting on that plane, you actually start to invest yeah, time yeah, yeah. into what you're doing yeah. and what's going on. It's quite petrifying. Yeah, hurting. To you the can't sky. get out of that. No. That if you're, I'm, I'm quite claustrophobic anyway. So sometimes that gets to me, especially on like European flights. Small planes freaks me out. Yeah, yeah. I think there's also the bit of like you look at a plane and you just go, really? That's gonna get in the air. There's, I always have that bit before I fly. And when it takes off, you know, and there's that bit, isn't there, when it like hits and then it all goes a bit rocky and then it dips a little bit and you you always hear that one guy who's like whoa and you're like mate shut up get ready for Dan tell us his Mauritius story or oh no Where, is it? no it would have been when you went Being to on Bo- the podcast Bo- Borneo before. wouldn't it you went to Bo- Borneo did you Borneo no no Zanzibar it was about a year ago actually Zanzibar I've been on a smaller plane and I had a flying lesson with just two with just me me you, and me and someone let you fly a plane oh yeah for like for like a minute God, Jesus. It's really hard to get your head around because they've got like three different dimensions of movement. I can imagine it's quite hard to get your head around. It's not like walking. It goes left, right, up, down, and then side to side. I I particularly don't like it when you have those long flights to America and it's like 13 hours and you're seven hours in and you've still got another six to go. Yeah. That that pains me. Yeah, it's good good maths. Have you ever flown business? Yeah, business hand first. Incredible, isn't it? Yeah, it's very good. I flew to America business the last time I Did went. Do you spend your life just flying to America? I, I go to America, yeah. Like Every other story. Twice a year. Oh, this time I went to America. But we got an upgrade um, for free through my friend's cousin who worked at BA and we didn't know about it. And we had like the beds, the TVs. It's just phenomenal. Yeah, when, but you, when you went, please don't tell me you paid for these flights. No. I was going to say. So I'm not. A rich shake. So how did you how did you manage this then, Dan? Did, they, did you walk on and they went, oh my God, you're Dan from Bangkok? No, I was, I was on a work trip. I was on a work trip that flew me on business and then I, I checked in too late so they had to upgrade me to first. But the problem is when you're on first, I was knackered. It was the end of a long trip and you just fall asleep the whole time. So you've not made the most of it. It's a good sleep. Yeah. about to say, it's better that than being on one of the tiny little chairs in economy yeah. being like, I can't get comfy. Mm, I agree. Mark, what's your second fact of the podcast? Game of Thrones bosses lied to HBO in order to get the series made. Oh. So... David Beinoff and D.B. Weiss, who are the people who made it, lied about a key aspect of the series in order for HBO to give it the green light. So they basically banked on the chance that the bosses at HBO hadn't read the books in full. So they lied when they were asked about the presence of dragons and epic battles because HBO were like, we don't want dragons and we don't want epic battles because it's going to be too expensive. And they're like, no, 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 there's none of that. There's no battles. There's no dragons. It's just about the characters. It's very contained on the characters. Thankfully, it obviously worked out that it became such a big hit that they did have the money for the dragons and the epic battles, but they just flat out lied to them in the hope that it would all work out well. I have never watched Game of Thrones and don't really understand if I was going to If I was going to guess anything, if I was going to put money on anything after he said that, it was that you had not watched Game of Thrones. Yeah, I don't really get it. What's there to get? It's just a bunch of Viking <laughs> <laughs> What's fun about that with that a dragon the, flying through the Is that on the DVD? Air? I just don't get it. Like, everyone really raves about it, and it's like, really? How much have you watched? None. I have literally have well, not put go. on an episode. I'm afraid you can't comment. It took me a long time to get into it. Well, this is what I'm saying. I don't want that. But I've never, ever understood this with series. It's like, it took me a long time to get into it. Why? I just want to be into it. I just want to put it on. It'd well, be because good. because everyone's saying that it get that it's, that it's brilliant how, when you're into how, it. So roughly how much was a long time? It, it took me about... A season and a bit, so it's right, about, oh, so that's about, too long. It's about eight episodes, but yeah. But how so, did you but, get through that? Because because everyone says, no, look, push with it. It's one of the best things that you'll see, and you need to lay in the groundwork. And and it, it was amazing. What was amazing about it? Because it's Viking. No, what was amazing about it? 
Well, Vikings when they do all dirty positions. No, seriously, what was it? What was good about it? Did you see any boob? <laughs> yeah, you see lots of Vikings. What did? Boob. What was? What was the best bit about it? Well, it's hard to define, isn't it? It's these, it's, it's, it's amazing storylines, incredibly well told, with brilliant characters that make you really involved. Spectacular scenery, spectacular. In it. Yeah, dragons. Yeah, loads of dragons. I can't remember which one of you who didn't like Lord of the Rings. Is it you? Oh, Connor? I hate. Of course, yeah. There we go. That's it. All adds up, doesn't but it? It's the same thing. It's like, oh, why would I want to sit through nine hours of this? Well, because that's what storytelling is. I hate. So just because it's just not gonna TikTok, go... just because stuff isn't done in fifteen no, seconds. No, Lord of the Rings. Do you know what? I retract my statement because I haven't given it a go. So until I give something a go, I don't think I can stand with an opinion. I'm going to go ahead and say I don't think you're going to like it though because I just get a vibe that you're not really a fantasy person. Well, I think with Game of Thrones, what I would like, what I would, what I will like about it if i watch it is it's got more realistic forms of story so like re- apparently it's relation no i'm saying it's like relationships dragon. and stuff like that involved yeah, in it, isn't it? yeah and the dra- but lord of the rings is diabolically bad uh, of all the different historical uh tribes what would you prefer to see so vikings romans up the romans up the romans yeah i want to see that tin hitting not, not the mongols nah sod the mongols not, not the Persians. i want to see the tin hats the banging Persians. together yeah, but yeah, like not the Byzantines. I just, I just no, I just because I don't want to move on too quickly away from this. You two not the definitely Turks. don't think that Lord of the Rings is amazing, please. No, it's great. It's no, not it's amazing. All, it's all you right. would say I, that. No, I do love it. I, I no, want to rewatch it. So bad. I want to rewatch it. How? No, Dan. How? It got loads of Oscars. How is it bad? I don't care if it won Oscars. They, they, you cannot look and go because things won something this good. It is boring. Is that was that you in the Oscar ceremony right at the back? You couldn't hear it. It was rah, 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 rah. and then if you zoom in and you listen closely and isolate the sound, it's give that to cheaper by the dozen. It is so boring. Give it to cheaper by the dozen. It's so boring. Look, an arrow's coming towards you. Dodge it, mate. Connor, give us your second fact. Lord of the Rings hater and notable Roman fancier. Give us your second fact of the podcast. In 1980, 1980, okay? So just think about how close that is to where we are right now. It's not that far away. Yeah, about 40 years ago. A Las Vegas hospital suspended workers for betting on when patients would die. They bet on everything in Vegas. But... But this is my point on this. I don't know the name of the hospital. I don't think it was released. I did try to find it. I can understand why it wouldn't have been released, obviously. Do you think that anyone was murdered during this? This right. is my thought process. Say so there's a lot of money on the line here and all you've got to do, you know, some old woman, she's about to pop her clock. Yeah. She's not far away. All you've got to do is push a button. It could be, you know, sped up for a quick grand. Depends. Questions. Depends I would be asking questions. In. If you were in hospital and your choice was sitting through nine hours of Lord of the Rings or dying, what would you choose? Dying. Yeah. If somebody said to me, you've got another nine hours left of your life and you can watch all the Lord of the Rings or you go now, I'd go. <laughs> what about if like your mum couldn't get to you for nine hours? Like, right, you've got nine hours to live. Your mum will be here in like eight hours and 59. We'll show you Lord of the Rings to keep you occupied. Would you be like, nah. Send I'm, her a voice I'm, note. Yeah. That's enough. Like, mum, I don't need to see you on last send her, time. Send her, send her a, a voice note. Send her a Snapchat of it saying you, you understand. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. <laughs> She would understand as well because she you hates me. it. She hates it. The fact that people were betting on the deaths of people in hospitals does make me think, when you think about how messed up the world is sometimes, I wonder whether they prodded on the death a little bit to win some bucks. I know, you don't want to say this. You don't want to potentially, well, it's not, we don't know them. You don't want to really get into trouble, but yeah, you can see it happening. You can see it happening. And this isn't far away. Like, you, you'd hear about things like this maybe in the 50s or the 40s. This is the 80s. This isn't far away. I think also the thing about it is it's not like it's 
other patients betting on when patients might die. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the people who are in charge of keeping you alive. Hold on, Mark. I've got a picture in my head right now of this ward of all the old people like Bertie, Bill and Dave, and they're like, right, he wants to tell anyone Dave going tomorrow. He don't look good. What last Well, exactly like that I would understand more yeah. than the doctors going, nah, I'm fairly certain it'll be mine. He's not looking good. Don't give him the meds. Don't give him the meds. Don't give him the meds. <laughs> what Las Vegas gamblers do you know that are called Bertie, Bill and Dave? Bertie, Bill and Dave. I'm just imagining Bertie, Bill and Dave as well with this massive pot with all the cash in it and they're gambling on each other and then they all put their clogs within an hour. And they're like, oh. There's one of them who's celebrating yeah. winning all the money. Oh, thousand dollars is mine. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh, yeah, it's, it's pretty terrifying. It's terrifying. It's the, I think the most terrifying thing is just the 1980s. This is round the corner, mate. I'm only 15 years over this when I was born. This is round the corner. Yeah, you weren't alive, though. No, I know I wasn't alive, yeah. but this is close. Yeah, right, so yeah. can we just clarify on timelines here? So 1980 is round the corner. Yeah. Anything before that is back in the day. Yeah, yeah so ni- 1970... Just so we know. No, but seriously, but this is how the mind works. 1980, you think of not too far away. 1979, you're like, well, that is ages away. That's just me. It's a long way away, though. It's in, like, thousands of miles. People weren't doing it down Brentwood. You uh, never you know. know. The 80s in Brentwood, mate. Down the old Grosvenor Cafe. Off the 80s. The, the oh. Grosvenor... Where I tell you what you need. Off the industrial estate you, railway in the back of Chelmsford. I want to invite you to Brentwood for the day. Mm. I'm going to take you to the are you hot Brent, spots. Are you Brentwood? No, I live in Hutton, which is a lovely little village in Shenfield, which is in Brentwood. My word. That but I grew up in Romford, Gidea Park, son. <laughs> that, got very, that got very boring very quickly, didn't it? I grew up in Gidea Park. Do you live in Brentford, yes or no? Brentford? No, but I get like the A to Z of Essex. I grew up in Gidea Park. Right. My th- second fact of the podcast. This is all about echolocation. Do you know what that is? <laughs> I'm taking the headphones off. Yes or no? Do you know what location is? Mark, can I go just get a sandwich? Because I'm just so disinterested in (laughs) whatever is about to come out. No, this is really cool. This is really cool. But I say, do you know what echolocation is? No, I tell you what. I tell you what. Let me decide if this is cool. No, do you know? Continue. Do you know what echolocation is? No, I definitely don't. Echo right. So echolocation is what bats use. This is so (laughs) shit. It's what bats use to get around. (laughs) Who gives a? Who cares about how a bat gets about? Wow, it's actually I, it's pretty cool. If if if, if they gave you 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 would if, if they were flying into you with the coronavirus. Right, come on then, tell me why bats and echoes are important. So so it's literally what it says on the tin. So they make a sound. They can't see. They make a sound. They judge where things are by the time it takes for that sound to bounce back to them. You understand? Yeah. So if I make a clapping sound, the time it takes for that clap to come back, then I can figure. Oh, there's a wall that that's bouncing off. Let me tell you about Ben Underwood. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, He's about to tell you. Why do we care? Well, because he died of cancer, Connor, but yeah. Oh, 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 oh. (laughs) Um, God. Right, there we go. You right, mate? Yeah, no, that hurt. Ben Underwood. Amazing bloke. Yeah, he sounds like a legend. He was a self-taught echolocator. So he, he had both of his eyes taken out when he was three years old. Couldn't see. He taught himself to see using sound. So he would clap and, no, make clicking sounds. And then he would judge where things were by the time it took for that sound to come back to his brilliant ears. Oh, Connor can bring up facts about Singapore noodles, but when these guys do these brilliant things like that, oh, who the hell is this guy? Who is this guy? Well, I've got a bit of news with you. May you rest in Stevie peace. Stevie Wonder sang happy birthday at his funeral. May you rest in peace. Oh, it's did, not Liam Gallagher. Did, did anyone though, not tell Stevie Wonder it wasn't a birthday party? Before, <laughs> before we... Um, oh, we're gathered here for mine. It must be his birthday. I'll sing happy birthday. Thousands, That'll be fine. Thousands of people uh, were, were attended the funeral. Ellen. Ellen. I don't know if you're allowed to 
say Ellen's nice anymore, but Ellen uh, even made documentaries about him. Can I just say, right, and I have to do the typical Connor thing before I end up... You've, sp- you've spoken too slag- soon. Slagging you've it absolutely off. spoken before too soon. Before I start slagging it off, like, you know, may, we, may, may, may rest in peace, but what a load of nonsense. In my opinion, why would you rip your eyeballs out to learn how to... That's not why he ripped his eyeballs out. He did, to see if he could learn no. how to move with sound. No, not at three. At three, he didn't go, I would love to echolocate. Doctors, come on, you know no, what to do. No, it was when he was an adult. Get a spoon. Was he blind? Yes. Oh, he was already blind. Yes, that's oh, why they took sorry. his eyes out at the age of three. I, I thought he, he had... ripped his eyes out because he chose to at 30. He had a... Right, to so learn. here's the thing. Here's the problem. Did you listen? Here's the problem. No, because it was banging on, wasn't it? So you've judged the fact too early, mm. then I've given you the fact, and you've not listened to the fact, and you're making fun of this okay. poor, do you know what? Dead man. No, do you know what? Like last week when you done your thing with, with the double facts, I messed up. This is incredible. I, I like I feel, this. I feel very sad. No, this about is a, this what, we, is, what we've done to this this, this amazingly famous person. On this is a, no, no, no. This is, a, this is a, <laughs> this is a brilliant fact and very interesting. I mean that that is incredible. The fact that he was so did he do this as a kid? Did he start learning this at by five age, six years old? By the age of five, he was able to find where objects were by making clicking noises with his tongue. Yeah, I mean this is incredible. Yeah, I, I'm I've completely misunderstood the facts and all I can do is apologise to the listeners here. But yeah, I am. On board with this. That is listener favourite Connor Knight. I'm the listener favourite. I'm a, having a go at dead I people. Felt, I, f- I didn't have a go at dead people. I thought this guy, you can't just. This is the thing with life, isn't it? People sit there and go, because he's dead, we can't slag off his thoughts or whatever. No. Yeah. Do you know what? It's not. Whatever. I thought that he was faulty and removed his eyes to study this theory. And I was like, that is mental. That is absolutely mental. Then I would be with you, but no, he had them removed. Exactly. The but I've misunderstood, and now I think this is absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> I don't know how you've let from that to four-year-old man rips own eye- eyeballs out <laughs> to see if he can see like a bat. Yeah, I don't know how I got there. But what? I did get there. <laughs> I did get there. That was where I got. Have I don't we- know how. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. The Moments That Made Me with me, Roxy Nafusi, is back. And Series 2 has got some incredible guests lined up. Here is a little taster. People see mental illness as a weakness, but I think people with mental illness are stronger. I'm a proud gay man now. I feel proud every single day. So then I had to go about the task of trying to accept it because I wasn't going to get plastic surgery and I wasn't going to change it. You know, those moments in your life, it was like a thunderbolt. Was it really? A big time. The conversations I've been having have blown my mind and I cannot wait for you guys to hear what's to come. Don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss one of our amazing episodes. They will be out every Wednesday morning. That's The Moments That Made Me with me, Roxy Nafusi. Find it wherever you found this podcast. Right before we crack on with the final round of facts, hello to uh, Chris, who has... I did my radio voice there. Hello to Chris, who um, who sent a nice picture of the uh, his baffled badge and signed baffled picture. 
by the way, have you seen... I mean, this is so... Have you seen the amount of stamps that are on this thing? Oh, it's because it had to get to America. Why do they... Have you ever sent something abroad? I've just liked it. That's that's. You sent me this like four days ago and I've just liked it. Oh, no. In, in reverse. Chris, you'll be listening to this. The like you got is because I'm doing this. Um, I could have a pay-wise with the amount of money that was spent on them stamps. Have you seen... It, 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 was, it wasn't that a stamp much. <laughs> so, so this has gone to America from here in London. Where's yeah. it gone to, Dan? Uh, somewhere in America. He's, he's covered up his... Uh, is you could have taken it there on your trips. Uh, he's covered up his address, but on the envelope, have you seen the stamp? It's covered in stamps, and the stamps are for ridiculous values. Like there's a two p stamp there. Can I just apologise as well, by the way? Anyway, Chris, there you go. Thanks for getting in touch about your badges. Yeah, can I apologise to Mark because Chris also messaged me as I think he did all of us saying about how incredible the handwriting was, mm. and I thought it was Young Molly who worked in the production team at at the company. That's, that's I hand wrote, and it was actually Mark. I hand wrote all of the envelopes. It was actually Mark. Was it Young Molly? It was Young Molly. But yeah, so Chris, thanks for getting in touch as well. And anybody else who has got badges, please do send them our way when you receive them. It's quite cool to see, isn't it? As in pictures of them. Don't send but, the badges back to us. I'm not spending no, another four quid sending a badge to America. But I'm just putting it out there. There's one thing that I would love to see. Okay, and I want this. Because I can't get my head around the fact that there are going to be people in the United States of America or the UK, more the US because it's kind of mad, walking around with a badge that supports IBS. So in that, I would like a picture of somebody sent to us to the email. What is the email, Mark? Info at baffledpod.com. Standing somewhere ridiculous in the US... With the shirt or the jacket on and the badge attached. I want to see that. Wherever is like your local... Chicago, like, a Starbucks in New York, could be anywhere. Yeah, but like wherever is like the local hotspot. Yeah, could be any. I agree. So, so, like, so like if you're a listener in New York, for example, Time you know, Square. go to Times Square. Yeah, yeah. I, I want it to... If yeah. you're a listener in Chicago, go to that massive bean thing. Don't just go to a ranch in Ohio. No, like, do, like just whatever the big thing is for your town or city, because I want to know where they're listening. I want to know about the towns and cities as well. Yeah. So go to, and also UK listeners, so do I, go yeah. to wherever is like the big thing in your town or city, send us a picture of you with unless, a badge. Unless you do live on a ranch in Ohio, in which is just try and get like a name of where you are. Or so like buffalo. the sign that says Ohio. Or a buffalo. Yeah, something that I'd be keeping. Or be, a bull. I'd, I'd be keeping a bull. A sheepdog. A bull. You know, show us where you are. A bull. A bull, yeah, a bull. The only thing, I'm, we do put a lot on, on people listening in. No, we don't. We're we're do, they're doing half the job. Send us facts. No, no, no. What? Are you really famous? It's, no, it's, it's, get us listeners. It's, it's, Prove where you're listening. It's a brilliant thought, isn't it? For me, really, when I've got my pooey arse day to day, the fact that there is somebody walking around on the planet in America supporting my bibs. Yeah. I, I'm up for that. Very good. Now, we've also, we, we always say, leave us a review, and we never go back and actually give a shout out to those people leaving reviews. So, uh, hello to Little Miss Moonstars and Sun who said I've binged this entire podcast since I found it these lads are super entertaining oh so thank you binging an entire binged it all I love the name as well it's always the same isn't it when you've got an Apple podcast and you've got to leave your name you're definitely not leaving your actual name no, so exactly. I love the nonsense usernames that you see well this one's from Ninjas Hyper 652 <laughs> 652 of the Hyper Ninjas yeah says love the show keep it up P.S. I'm actually dropping a poo over Russia I think that goes back to our airplane talk about whether poo genuinely drops over See, countries. If you if you think it, like, airplanes are mental, the fact that you can take a dump above a country mm. is crazy. It is, yeah. Did we figure out what happens to the the, the crap? Uh, no, I I started. Nah. I just it's, missed it. It stays More, in the plane. It, it stays in the plane. Taken out at the end. It doesn't yeah. get dropped. Uh, and also, hello to the IBS bros who sent us a message and says, "You three stooges are the best. We just love you out here in California." We meet 30 minutes before each cast and eat beans and broccoli and then sit in my yard listening to the show. 
Every time one of you mentions IBS, we all take a shot and a beer. Some shows are tougher than others. Do you know what I think? I think they're taking the piss. Well, do you know what? If you're not taking the piss, right now, we're going to do this Coralie, all right, together. What are we doing? Go get yourself three shot glasses, lads. Pour some tequila. Because are you ready, boys? Ready? We're going to say it together. Three, what we do? two, one. IBS. IBS. Dan, what? you're useless. What? Honestly, I'm sick of it. Why, why, why do we play the song? Dan, I'm sick of it. It's not difficult. Why do we play the song? Corner has IBS. Corner has IBS. But it bloody well works when it comes out the other end. Also, if you want a badge, you need to prove, again, more stuff for you to do. You need to prove that you're getting someone to listen. This could be a screenshot. It could be a video, an audio night, whatever it is. Uh, just fire over to info baffledpod.com. Excited to see what you come up with. Exactly. And if you think you're the most famous listener, same email address, info at baffledpod.com. To be honest, just make a note of the email. And if you just send us any <laughs> you're up to, then we're up for it. <laughs> info at baffledpod.com. <laughs> just you know, anything that you do, you know... Yeah. Yeah, instead of texting your nan, instead of texting if, your mum, just send it to us. If you're wondering what to have for dinner tonight, info at bafflepod.com. Are we earning a commission on the amount of emails that we get? Because it just seems to be ping it on the email. Whatever you're doing, send an email. I'll be honest, I get lonely. I just want emails. Info at bafflepod.com. Seriously, though, that is the admin. Done. Mark, give us your third and final fact of the podcast. French used to be the official language... Of England. Mm. Mm. Now, if you're not English, if you're not from these shores, that's quite disgraceful. It oh. is. Yes. I've, yes. I was a little bit sick in my mouth when I read it. I, it I've was, just learned this. For about 450 years, following William the Conqueror's victory in the Battle of Hastings, French was the official language of England. So English remained the language of the people because you don't just say, right, French is now the official language. Everyone goes, oh, we, oui, and start speaking fluent French. Um, so English remained the language of the people. But the Norman dialect of uh, the North French language, which is actually called Languedoil. Is that from Normandy? See, that's where they that's where they invaded from in 1066. Is that where the name Norman come from? Probably. Probably, yeah. yeah. I love it. Uh, so Longadoil was the uh, dialect, and that became the official language of the court, the parliament, and the aristocracy as well. I've got a question for you about languages. Go on. Is English like the base language? No. No. It feels like Everybody translates off of English, but is that because I'm English? I don't like. So English is uh, Chinese is the most uh, spoken language in the world. Yeah, I know that. Yeah. Mainly because there's a lot of Chinese people. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, uh, English is obviously up there. Spanish is up there as well. So a lot of countries will learn English as a second language because it's a business language. But, but the whole language goes back to so uh, there used to be these traders called the Phoenicians. And the Phoenicians traded with lots of different countries. And all these different countries and different people in these different uh, markets, essentially, had different ways of speaking. They didn't even have the ABC at this point. The Phoenicians invented the ABC. Phonetics, Connor. Where you get phonetics from. So, exactly. So it was the Phoenicians that actually created a language which everyone could speak. Okay. Not necessarily everyone speaks English, but everyone at least uses the same alphabet. So that's why a lot of um, the languages in the world use that alphabet. I would love to speak another language. I really would love to be fluent in another language. You know when you see people we've actually got a family friend of ours and her dad's spanish mm. and one of her daughters can talks to him in spanish and then just comes into english but it's a conversation in the same room and she literally just jumps between both languages no problem and i find that incredible i think that is such an amazing thing to you, be able to can do you not speak another language i can speak a t- well 
I used to be able, I can't now, but I, I, I was learning Italian for a few years because my step-granddad was Italian and I loved it. And then I gave it up. Probably my biggest regret because I was only like seven. I probably would have been speaking it now. But That's when it's easiest to remember when your mind's like a sponge. You, you can't speak any other language. I can't speak anything. I can I can, you can get around like a little bit. Like I think there's a few words in Spanish maybe that I might know or um, I can speak American, but that's probably about it. What? Pardon? What? You're not getting away with that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different language. Okay. But uh, no, I can't speak. You can't, can't you? I can speak three languages. How well? Incredibly well. Okay, fluent right. in them all. Okay, what are you fluent in? English, obviously. English. Yep. Sarcasm and bull. Amazing. I love Mark. Dan, <laughs> you can. Oh, I know what you can speak. Uh-huh. Cobblers. <laughs> I can speak German. No, you can't. Yeah, I mean spitter. Pardon? Yeah, mine's spitter. I love this about you. Yeah, you're, my- you're cool now. Yeah. Well- how how, how how gross was? How good is your German? Yeah, that's good. Oh, oh that doesn't no. count. That's good. It doesn't count. You're just saying that's good in a German way. That's like going, you know, Volkswagen, Volkswagen. No. It's the same word. Mein ich habe gross bitte German Deutsch. Oh my god, yeah. But uh, I, I have a feeling that Dan is just using the few sentences he knows here. Well, he's also as well. I don't think Dan really speaks that good a German. He could be talking complete shit here because well, I don't know German. It's true. Say say um, go listen to Baffled in German. Das ist Heiber Baffled in... As in, you want me to say in German? No, no, no. So, go listen to Baffled. Das ist Heiber Audio und Baffled. Yeah, I mean, he's, he sounds pretty <laughs> up for it. That's pretty cool. Did you learn that at school? Is this like a hobby? Because if it's a hobby, then you need to do stuff that's um, more exciting than that. Get out, <laughs> I'm just like a... I'm, I've, got, I've got a sponge of a mind. That's really cool. I think German's a great language to know as well. Because yeah. German sounds good. German sounds very angry. It does sound angry, yeah. Connor, give us your final fact of the podcast. I have, I'm reading this fact, and basically I've got heart palpitations at the fact that I think we've used it before. Oh, God. Almost like we needed to fill out the spreadsheet. Well, I don't know if we have, but it rings a bell. But I don't know if this was the same thing but different. So Queen Elizabeth has a stand-in to make sure that the sun doesn't get in her eyes. That's great. Oh, we haven't used it. Amazing. It's very bold, isn't okay, it? Okay, so Ella Stack has a similar height and stature to the Queen. So before big events, she'll do the rehearsal to avoid any royal pains like the sun getting in her eyes if it's a hot day so that the Majesty doesn't have to get, of course, all of those things. Slack has been doing it for three decades now, um, but she isn't allowed to sit in the throne. That's never been allowed. She just got a so she has to squat above it, oh. right? But Ella Slack is the name. Google it. On images, anybody that's listening as well is quite terrifying how much she looks like the Queen. But yeah, she's the standing. But I love the fact that she's done this for three decades and she isn't even allowed to sit on the throne. Can you just squat? It's like when you go to a public toilet, isn't it? Oh, wow, she does. <laughs> Why does she have to dress like her as well? I, well, it's because I don't think, I would assume, so that people think it's the Queen. What does What are the functions that she does this for? Is it just anything? So any sort of rehearsal thing. So what I would assume is, say it's, um, you know, when the Queen does speeches or... You know, I think the Queen does car rides, doesn't she, sometimes, where mm. she'll drive through. I assume she'll do a rehearsal of that. And uh, to be honest, I don't really know what the Queen does day to day. The Queen does car rides. Yeah, the Queen does car yeah, rides. Yeah, she's always, she's always on the old Mercedes track day. I yeah, think, you can always find her on the Nürburgring. I think this is one of the best facts I've ever brought to the pod. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a good fact. It's yeah. very good because I didn't expect it. So and she, I just love the fact that she's a standing, but three decades she can't sit on the throne. Can you imagine it? She just goes to quickly. But also, this woman's old, and she has to, she has to squat. That's yeah. Her knees are going to be shot, when you, aren't when they? You just re- Either that, or she has got a bum of steel. Does the throne move, or is the throne stuck in its position? I, th- I, th- I think the throne is just wherever the 
queen. Wouldn't yeah, you just wouldn't you just do the old bird a favour? Move out the throne and put in just the you know a pop up fisherman's chair. Can you imagine if Ella slacks like she's a standing queen, but she's like proper geezer? Yeah. Oh, it's too much sun, mate. It's too much sun. Yeah. Proper East London. Proper Cockney. East London. Or like the most like anti monarchy person you've ever seen. Oh, who's this <laughs> back here? <laughs> Oh, I've given you my hard-earned cash again, am I? Jesus Christ. And I can't even bloody sit down. But to be doing it for, for uh, well, three decades is crazy. But it also gets you thinking, I wonder how many of these types of things happen in the world of royalty. Well, to merge two facts of the show today, so the Queen went and visited the Game of Thrones set. And the Game of Thrones has the um, the throne of... Swords. I'm, just, I'm having a complete mind blank. Did Edda Slack it's after the Iron Throne? The Iron Throne. Did Edda Slack you. after standing? No. Make sure no so, dragon so there's the Iron Throne, which is like the big thing. It's like who's going to get the Iron Throne in Game of Thrones, right? And hence Game of Thrones. And uh, the they invited the Queen down to the set. They showed her all around. Blah, blah, blah. They went, "Do you want to sit in the in the Iron Throne?" And she went, "I'm not allowed." As a queen, I'm only allowed to sit in the throne of my own country. I can't sit oh, in other... <laughs> even though it's a fantasy world. Do you know what I mean? Come on. Third and final fact from me. Ninth and final fact of the pod. Uh, because loads of people couldn't pronounce his name, Keanu Reeves almost changed it to Chuck Spadina. That sounds like that sounds like a prank call name, doesn't it? Yeah. Chuck Spadina. I... I I find it's really weird that you've mentioned Keanu Reeves. There's a lot of strange facts in the world of facts with celebrities and they're all related to Keanu Reeves. Well, Keanu Reeves is an absolute boy. He's like the absolute legend boy. Yeah, I mean, him in... Um, He's like some zen... John who, Wick's incredible. Did we have one before where he gave someone gave money, money? gave someone money. So to get Martin, De Niro in. To get De Ni- imagine that. Imagine you're bank- more bankable than De Niro. Yeah. Like, yeah, but he, uh, he when he first went into, I think, LA to make his fortune, the agent and the manager said, look, mate, you're really good, but yeah, no one can pronounce your name. So then he went out to the ocean, the Pacific Ocean. He was there, he had a moment, and suddenly the ocean threw him the name Chuck Spadina. How good is Keanu Reeves? He almost called himself Templeton Taylor. What a brilliant name. It's like, you have names, don't you? That Like, you, you know, Leonardo DiCaprio, such a brilliant name for an actor. Like, my friends are training actor and his name's Tyler Celeste Conti it's such a it's too much it's, it's such an actor name it's too much though you know it? it's like I don't know like you just have those names don't you that just work you know like for example in a, in football Frank Lampard just a football name isn't it yeah but it's because you've said it so many times David that's what you associate with Beckham again it's what you associate with I'm yeah sure when David Beckham first came but the, the, I love the, you know the acting you have you know what I mean by this there's acting names that just work yeah Robert De Niro yeah it's just like there's such an Leonardo DiCaprio DiCaprio just like you know Tom Hanks Brad Pitt you know mm, beautiful just punches beautiful man that guy Ooh. yeah I do I've got such a big man crush on Brad Pitt yeah, yeah big time do you know you say Brad Pitt in German? How? Brad Pitt in bitter. Okay, we've finished there. That's enough. And that is the end of this week's Baffled. What have we learned? Well, errors cost a lot of cash, especially if you're in the train business. Also, if you think you've had a bad time, think of the Queen. I mean, she can't even let sunlight get in her eyes. And also, um, if you want some sweet Viking porn... Watch Game of Thrones, I reckon, but don't sit in the throne. I, I, Connor, why are you looking so bemused right I, now? I just remembered I forgot to ask a really important question early on. Mm-hmm. What's an errors? Huh? What's that word? An error. 
Errors. E-double-R-O-R-S. Got you. Yeah? I thought it was something to do with the bridges and stuff. Errors. Fantastic. Uh, in the meantime, remember, if you've got a badge, uh, take a picture of it, where you are with some key big monument of your place, uh, and send it over to us, info at baffledpod.com. That's where you need to get in touch as well. If you want one of the badges, and we will see you shortly. Say goodbye, Connor. See you later, bud. Uh, say goodbye, Mark. See you later. We'll see you soon. Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Confidence starts with loving who you are. And when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside, you naturally radiate confidence from the inside. Give your skin a glow up with Osea's clinically proven Mega Moisture Duo. This ultra-hydrating body care features two of Osea's bestsellers, Andaria Algae Body Oil and Andaria Collagen Body Lotion. These seaweed-powered heroes use skincare-level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed-infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out. Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW.